move over, guys, because it's about damn time for the queens to take their seat upon Chief's kingdom's throne. Six consecutive AFC West titles. Seven consecutive years in the playoffs. Four consecutive home AFC championship games. Join us on this ride to keep these streaks alive. Chiefs Kingdom spirit is unyielding. Whether we're down 10 points in a Super Bowl with only seven minutes left, or three points in a playoff game with only 13 seconds to go, our belief in our Chiefs never wavers. So Patrick Mahomes is the king of Chiefs Kingdom, and long live the king. But it's time for this reign to make way for some queens. We are the Kingdom's Queens. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. We are off of a bit of an adrenaline rush from that last Chiefs game on Sunday night in overtime. Um, I think we're all still a bit overwhelmed from that, but we are so excited to be here with you guys. And I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Chrissy. I'm Jody. And welcome. We are uh, in week. Uh, we're half officially halfway through the season right now, which is absolutely crazy to think about. I can't believe how fast it's flown by. And we are in week 10 of our podcast, episode number 10. So we're super excited about that. And yeah, let's kind of kick it off. So um, highlights around the league, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I have the pleasure. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. Okay. No, I'm not doing rock, paper, scissors. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the pleasure of talking about the Bills and Jets this week. Um, I think last week we all kind of called that this was going to be a close game. Um, Jody, you may have even called the upset, I think. Yeah. So um, I think we all thought this was going to be a close game, that the Bills were not going to run away with it. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the big story this week is how serious is Josh Allen's injury. He had a similar injury back in like 2018, I think. Um, so obviously I think Bill's fans, God bless you. Cause I, I, we've all been there with Mahomes got hurt and it's a really scary time when you don't know how long your quarterback's going to be out. So, yes. oh my God. um, so prayers, prayers that it's nothing serious, you know, like no one ever wants to see any player get injured, especially a talent like Josh Allen. So, um, but you know, that game, it was really, a. The Jets looked like they played a good game. Their defense, um, here's some fun little stats for you from their defense and Josh Allen anyway. Um, so the Jets defense held Josh Allen to his fewest passing yards since week 16 of last season, his fewest touchdowns since week 16 of last season, and his worst quarterback rating since week 16 of last season. Um, wow. He had two interceptions. He had a fumble that he luckily recovered. Um, but I mean, he could have had, I know that we hate that stat as chiefs of the dropped interceptions or the almost, yeah. interceptions, but he had guys like it was, it was not his best game to say the least. Um, but I thought, um, considering how stout the bills defenses, especially against the run, I think they're fourth against the run. Um, Robinson and Carter of the jets ran all over them. Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> the, the Jets, I'm still totally confused as to who they are as a team. <laughs> I cannot get a grasp on them. I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they're not. I don't know if this was like <clears throat> comparison to our Colts game. I have no idea. But the Jets last or on Sunday looked like the better team. So for sure. Yeah. I, I think for people to take them seriously. Yeah. 
I mean, like, injuries injuries have not favored the Jets at all right now. Mm -hmm. I think I think Brees Hall was on his way to being the uh, oh, yeah. offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he was. I mean, Sauce Sauce Gardner. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. He was crazy. Yeah, shut down corner for sure. Like yep. God, every, week, an every week he's crazy. Yeah. I think it, people better start taking the Jets seriously. Like, I know that their schedule is a little – I don't think it's easy, this back half. But at the same time, it's like they have really started to develop some really good chemistry. So Yeah, and I think they're gaining a lot of confidence too, you know. Like, can you imagine, like, going up against the Bills and, you know, you took right. them down. You held them. You did what you were supposed to do. And – I mean, that would be a huge confidence boost, you know? So I still think they split, though. I think the Bills will get one back. I think so. I, as long as Josh Allen is healthy. If he's not. That could be scary hours in Buffalo. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Miss Lexi? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Jaguars and Raiders game because mm -hmm. obviously the Raiders are in our division and then the Jaguars we play next week. So, um, I want to say that, um, Devonte Adams still showed that he was him and excuse my dog barking because I have to babysit her tonight. Hi, Darby. Uh, <laughs> someone else wants to take over for a minute. I'm going to, I'm going to touch her up real quick. Jody, you go on real quick. Dolphins. Like I am like on this bears bandwagon right now. Okay. Like, Justin Fields is him. I don't care what you say. Justin Fields is him. Now, granted, they did lose this game 35-32. Uh, to 32. I had a feeling it was going to come down to, like, those last seconds and it being, like, a field goal win. Yeah. Um, I really feel like they they tried as much as they possibly could to maximize the drive in that last little go, but it just didn't happen. But I think it's important to talk about how good Justin Fields is and what he has done from a production standpoint. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but he did break a record this week. Um, single game rushing yards in one game, 170 yeah. yards. He had one touchdown, but in total, he had a total of three touchdowns that game. Um, I mean, yeah. he had that one breakout run for 61 yards, which is insane. Uh, again, he's still giving me Lamar Jackson vibes, which I don't hate because, it, you know, I didn't watch Monday Night Football because I was elsewhere, but – you know, I heard Lamar was looking like his old self again. But the tight end over there, commit, I think I'm saying that right, he had a really great game as well. Him and Justin Fields have, like, an outstanding connection. And I, it's great to see that connection. I, today I was listening to um, the Kelsey podcast, and they both kind of went back and forth about who has the better connection with the quarterback. Is it the center or is it the tight end? It's Travis was like, of course, it's your tight end. And you can really see that with Justin and him. Uh, however, the Dolphins won, right? And they had a lot of great things going their way, too. Tua, this is his second consecutive game in a row with 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions, which is crazy to think about. Um, but he's playing clean right now, and I'm really glad to see that he came back super – I don't want to say very healthy – um, but he's definitely healthy right now, and you can see it in his actions on the field. Uh, Tyreek Hill, he broke a thousand yards already, week nine. So he's sitting at 1,100 yards already, only after nine games, which 
love it. Like, I love it. Again, everybody speaks about how it's great that him and Patrick can still have a divorce and still be dating and doing good, right? So I'm <laughs> glad to see that. Um, and then Jeff Wilson and Bradley Chubb, they made their de debut this week. So, you know, I think it's, I'm, I'm, re I'm really interested to see what the Dolphins end up doing for the rest of this year. Um, my hot take on these two teams is the Bears will get a wild card. Um, I do think that they find their way to the playoffs. Their schedule is pretty okay for the rest of the year. And I think Justin is starting to finally feel it. And I think the Chiefs and the Dolphins will play each other in the playoffs. Hate it. Love it. In Arrowhead. So I don't know when the game will be, but – because right now, who knows what seed is who? The AFC is crazy. So let's just say that. Yeah, it's very crazy. Um, so back to the game I was trying to recap before my dog rudely interrupted me. Um, <laughs> she's a diva. She's, she is a diva. She's a rescue. So, you know, we, we have to work with her a little bit. But right. uh, she means well. But um, so I want to say on the Jags Raiders game, I don't know what it is with the Raiders and them having 17 and 0 leads and then completely blowing it. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I don't I don't really know what to make of it. I mean, Devontae Adams was going off in the first half. Two touchdowns. He was wide open on his second touchdown because Jags defender slipped. And um I mean, they're just but they're just so inconsistent. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Um and I think it – and the fact that I hate the Raiders because I'm a Chiefs fan, but right. – which is – I mean, that comes with the territory, but I feel a little bit – I feel a little bit for Derek Carr because he's gone through five head coaches in his last seven seasons. He's never had consistency in that organization. I think he might be okay if he actually had some consistency. Yeah. He, he might be a little better than how he's – what their play calling and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I feel like he even called them out a little bit in their press conferences this week, which is something to note um, about Derek Carr, because I feel like he's finally kind of being like, okay, no, we need, we need a bit of a change here. And rightfully so. Like, I don't blame yeah. him at all. I they hope they keep everything exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, but. Writers don't write Of course. But um, yeah, you know, like I think, the Jags D line looks pretty good at times. Like they have Smoot, they have the Josh Allen on D line. They have guys that are making plays on their on the Jags D line. They have um, Travis Etienne, who I think is someone we need to watch out for in the Chiefs Jags matchup. Yeah, I have him on my fantasy team. Two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean he was great. Um, let's see, Lawrence. Even Trevor Lawrence had like a little run kind of play, kind of like. Not Mahomes-esque, but kind of Mahomes-esque. Like, he was kind of like, okay, let me find my rhythm here. Let me make a play if no one's open. Um, and <laughs> – but to end to end the game there, the Raiders kind of pulled a Packers move from the other week where they just, like – in the final minutes, they were trying to win. It was 20 to 27. And in the final moments, I mean, Derek threw it to – I, I forget the tight end or the receiver, but then that receiver threw it to Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau tried to throw it to Devontae Adams, but on that throw it got intercepted, and then they ended up losing because it was intercepted. And yeah, yeah. It was just like the most 
chaotic ending. Most raiderish ending you could ask for. So, um, so that's the Raiders and that's the Jaguars. And I feel like, yeah, it was an, it was kind of a competitive game, but yeah. <laughs> oh well. But oh well, Raiders lost, so we're happy. <laughs> right, very happy. Um, so I think we have a, a video. Uh, Shelly couldn't make it this week. It has been a long week in Chiefs Kingdom, as you guys know, right? Um, so I think Lexi is gonna cue that up for us. She says she misses and loves y'all. So here's her look. Hi, Cheese Kingdom. How are you? I hope everybody's doing really well. Um, I'm so sorry that I can't be there with you uh, in today's show, but I'm sure you understand that not only was the overtime on Sunday night for you, Monday morning for me, uh, very stressful, it also meant that the game didn't actually finish until 5am. We then had one hour to try and get some sleep before getting up for a full day of work. So uh, I think that I have earned my lie-in on this Wednesday morning. The game was incredible, but I don't know what the Chiefs are trying to do with us, do to us with these overtime games. It was very reminiscent of our win against the Bills last year, although it maybe took a little bit more than 13 seconds. Um, Patrick Mahomes, one of a kind. Nobody plays like Patrick Mahomes, and we're so lucky to have this quarterback on our team. Um, that rushing touchdown was a thing of beauty, and I think that he really coined the phrase feet don't fail me now and they certainly did not so whenever Mahomes has got the ball it is always that classic Mahomes magic but I think that our rookies performed really well as well this week so massive shout out to them now I usually talk to you about the Green Bay games during my time uh, on the Kingdoms Queens I'm not really sure that I want to this week. Um, you know, as the wife of a Green Bay fan, it is very challenging times indeed. Um, I don't know what's going on at Green Bay. Um, and I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. What would you do if you were Green Bay? Would you keep starting Aaron Rodgers or would you let Jordan Love take over at this point in the season? Perhaps their chances of getting to the playoffs are slim at this point. So is it time to let Jordan Love get that experience that he is clearly lacking in preparation for taking over from Aaron Rodgers next year? It'd be really cool to hear your thoughts on that. So I'm sure the Queens won't mind if you drop your thoughts in the comments section, or you can always at me at Arrows and Cheese and let me hear what you think about that. So as I said, I'm really good to not be with you for this week, but hopefully I'll be able to join you next week as we have the 6 p.m. kickoff on Sunday. So a good night's rest following what should be another Chiefs win against the Jags this week. I'll hand you back over to my queens who I'm sure are doing an incredible job as always, but it is with much love that I say hopefully I'll see you next week. Bye Chiefs Kingdom, take care. We just love that. Um, we love you, Shelly. I <laughs> I want to give a huge shout out to our Chiefs fans that are overseas right now. I mean, um, in London, UK, Germany, wherever you Chiefs fans are over there, um, all over the world. <laughs> I'm so sorry for these primetime games that we keep getting. Man. And we just got flexed to another one and they are so tired, but they are so... Um, committed to our team and it's just awesome so um, I'm literally just as tired as them 
No. <laughs> Imagine staying up until 5 a.m. to watch this. I mean, you might as well just go straight to work. Like, there's no yeah, sense in going back to sleep. Exactly. So. All right. Well, yeah. Let's get into this awesome. recap. Let's let's talk. <sighs> let's talk Chiefs Titans. I know that it has took every little bit of energy that you may have this week, but let's get into it. Well, first of all, I just want to apologize. To Chiefs Kingdom, sincerely, for forgetting this little guy right here. 100% your fault. I got it on right now. Shame. It is so your fault. It's like not even funny, y'all. It, it's like, well, it's funny now because <laughs> I like realized it. If you guys saw my tweet, you know, I realized it and then I sprinted to my bedroom. I threw it on and that is the drive that Patrick went over my dead body. So you guys, I'm yes. sorry for all the stress I caused you. I just, I apologize. So anyway, now that I've gotten that confession out of the way, I feel like I can move forward with a less we heavy heart. You. So, we um, <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, what breaking, breaking news. Odell Beckham Jr. Just responded to Mark Gunnels. <laughs> well, <hang here. laughs> Wait a second. I got to read this on air. Oh, God. Mark Gunnell says you would 100% win with Mahomes, Kelsey, and Big Red. Family atmosphere, loudest crowd, and no turf. Oh, yeah. Best barbecue, by the way, too. Just something to think about, champ. And Obel Odell Beckham Jr. says it ain't out the question. That, that part. Well, I guess breaking we're back news. In the breaking news. Let's go, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. I guess we are back in the mix. Hey. Interesting. This morning <laughs> they were saying follow Mark Gunnels on Twitter. He you should. Hey, Chiefs. We love Mark. We love we him love so Mark. much. That's coast to coast on Wednesdays. Um, that's awesome. Mark, I just saw that and I was like, I have to read that out loud right now. For talking about you on our Kingdom Queens podcast. So I hope you hear it. Ladies, we're at 18 minutes and 29 seconds if we need to snip this room later. We are going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be his early Christmas present. Exactly. Hey. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway. I just saw that and I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Twitter, Lexi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to talk, Lexi, and you're just obviously Sorry. so bored that you're just scrolling Twitter. I'm so listening. cool. I see. I'm, I see how it is. Anyway, I'm listening. Um, <laughs> so one thing I ha I have a little note pad that I take notes on during the game. Um, and one of the first things I wrote down was that, and so I'm, I'm not referring to the second half when I want to say this, I want to preface that, but in a lot of games this season, last season, our pass rush gets to the quarterback and somehow they allow the quarterback to escape. So on the Titans first drive, Malik Willis got free. It was third and 14. And the first down or they, their line of scrimmage was on the 50. It would have been a 56 yard field goal. Okay. And somehow we get to him and we could have sacked him literally two or three times. And yeah. we didn't, but we, we did force an incompletion. However, it was a 56 yard field goal and the Titans decided not to go for it. And we all know that there are a lot of teams that are going to go for a 56 yard yeah. field goal. So I just feel like a lot of times we allow that to happen where we let them escape somehow. Like our tackling was really bad in the first half. Um, luckily, we we got that all cleared up in the second half. Like our second half, we looked so much better. Great defensive adjustments by Spags in our defense. Like well done. But at some point in the first half, our defense has to be consistent all the way through the game because 
depending on who you're playing, if we allow those things to happen, like if we let Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson um, run and take off on those and not sack them like we need to, they can make something happen. And Malik Willis, he just doesn't have the experience to make something crazy happen like that. But with a better team, it could definitely hurt us. So I would like to see that definitely. Um, But it was a super stressful game. Um, And seriously, who would have thought we were going to be in overtime? I sure didn't. But, you know, you got to give it up to the Titans defense, though. The Titans defense played spectacular. Yes, 100%. I know Simmons was doing a lot of talking, and Simmons is probably not the one who had the greatest game. Um, I kind of liked when he whiffed at Mahomes on his touchdown run, not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, their defense, guys, like they were getting to Mahomes and Mahomes was, you know, doing Mahomes things. But they they completely shut down our rushing game, completely shut down. We couldn't well, do anything. That's because Brable knows how to play us. Like it's evidently yeah. clear he knows how to play us. 100%. He's literally only won two out of the last seven meetings with him. Yeah. Monday, yeah. Sunday. Sunday, two yeah. out of the last seven. So it's like he definitely knows how to play us. They were very physical, and I mean, we already very Titans are a physical team anyway. But they were incredibly physical and from the first snap deep, of the game. From the first snap of the game to where, like, I even tweeted and was like, "Oh, you're trying to quit. You're you're trying to kick Travis Kelsey in the head." I know. Is I was like, is he going to turn into old, hot-headed Travis Kelsey? Who was, you know, I'm arguing with Titans fans. They're like, they're not playing dirty. They're playing aggressive. I was like, he literally tried to kick my tight end in the head. Yeah. So I don't care what you say. My tight end's already special. A, he didn't have his yellow gloves on. Don't know what that's about. Put the yellow gloves on, Travis. Don't ever take Tra- off Travis, this is a personal request. Please. You must put your yellow gloves on next You week. need your yellow gloves. But mm-hmm. I will say, like, they had Someone Travis. this and send it. Like, Travis. This, is a, this isn't a must. This is a, this is a demand. We demand your yellow gloves. And, and it's not just us. When I tweeted that, that thing blew up, like, insanely fast, Travis. Just please. Yeah. Do it for but the I good of us. I mean, I, I don't know. Put on the <laughs> yellow gloves. exactly what they needed to do. Uh, Travis was incredibly frustrated. It, you could see it on his face. Yep. I mean, he did not throw his helmet because he didn't want to cough. He bowled it. He bowled it. it. <laughs> you know, there was a spider. He wanted to smush it. That's all it was. Yeah. was uh, he was visibly frustrated. And one, I think it's great that they knew how to play him because a lot of teams have not known how to play Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey yet so far this season. Um, so I definitely think like the Titans kind of unlocked some gameplay that other teams are going to see and they're going to do that. But I also don't think a, a lot of the, any of the teams that we're going up against for the remainder of our schedule are nearly as physical as Tennessee. So um, that, that would be interesting. I think, you know, I love Travis, but I'm, <sighs> when do we talk about Harrison Butker? Ooh. So oh, really quick, I want to say that Tennessee, I think, is one of the most um, physical teams we go up against each year. Yeah. And I think, like Travis even said on their podcast, shout out to New Heights, um, they said that Travis Reed's defenses um, like a quarterback. Yeah. 90, 90% better than most quarterbacks in the NFL currently. Yeah. And he reads it like a quarterback. Yeah. And I think that's a huge difference maker in his playmaking and what he does. 
Um, and it shows every week. He's getting this weird separation. I mean, even from the Titans defense, which is, I honestly think, I mean, every single week we go up against defenses that have our number. And every single week we go up against like really hard D lines and really, really great defenses. And this was the one that I felt had his number the most, actually. Yeah, well, um, just knowing how Travis reads defenses, the mic'd up from the Bills game last year in the playoffs, and when Travis was calling, he was like, hey, if you know, if you do yeah. this, or you, and so, I mean, that's just- I can do this, yeah. Yeah, just prime <laughs> example, and he was a quarterback, so do it, Kel, I don't do know it, if that helps, <laughs> yeah. but having a quarterback who reads defenses as well as Mahomes does, and he's still learning, obviously, and then you've got yeah. Travis, who's- just insane, you know, having, I mean, that that's like having two people who could see potentially different things. And, you know, like you said, that's how Travis still is effective when he's being double and triple team being held constantly, I might add. And, you know, just, it's just, it's awesome to watch. Like we're so, we're so lucky. (laughs) I mean, he's consistently held. Like it's kind of unreal when you watch like from the, not just the game perspective, not just the close-up, like, oh, you're seeing this player and this player, but you're not seeing the full picture. When you're seeing the full picture, you're seeing Travis being held almost every single play. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make excuses for refs or anything like that. Like, he finds separation most of the time. He was held most of the Titans game and somehow found his way over 100 yards. Yeah. He's just a really, really impressive player. Um, One of my all-time favorite Chiefs to watch. I mean, yeah. all, all-time. Like, yeah. It's well, even, we, even are on, so, we are so blessed to be in this era right now of him and Mahomes. Are. Yeah, even on our two-point conversion, um, on that last one where Mahomes finally got it, got it in when he ran it at himself, Travis literally got decked on that. Like, someone ripped him and threw him oh, to yeah. the ground. And that didn't get called either. So, no. you know, it's just... He's, I don't know, our, it's, uh, we're just, I want like to give a uh, little shout out to McKinnon on that little block too, because yeah. as soon as McKinnon saw him running for that two point conversion, McKinnon's like, let me block this. I don't know who it was, but he's such a great blocker and get in. Yeah. It's so underrated. He's such yeah. a great blocker. It's shout out to McKinnon for real. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to talk about our running backs and Harrison Butker a little bit? Um, I just want to say that even when Harrison has been out for those few games, we have missed a kick every single game this year. We have missed a kick, a field goal, something every single game this year. And this I wanna, something we've never, ever, I don't think any team ever in history has missed some sort of kick every single game. So I, I really, well, I think a little bit as I'm watching all mm-hmm. of these games, and I correct me if I'm wrong, someone, but. As I'm watching, at least this season in particular, I've seen a missed kick almost every single game. No, we have had one every single game. I think she means yeah. for other teams. Oh. I mean, for both. But, yeah, I mean, I've seen kickers. <laughs> There's something kind of weird with kickers this season. Like, yeah, Evan McPherson, who didn't mix, miss one for the Bengals last season, he's missed a few this season. Yeah, Justin Tucker but, has missed kicks. Justin Tucker. Yeah. Who's well, uncharacteristically, yeah. <laughs> no, so, for sure. Um, I want to say I'm also very impressed with KT. I know that he only played that first quarter. He only had two snaps. 
Darn it! I am so excited for him. He just yeah. came out. He first play of the game. I was like, yes. Like, I don't know what you got schemed up over there, Andy. He said he was surprised when he talked about it. I know. That I was like, like, yeah. I was like, okay. you know, something that was super cool about KT was. And if anyone who doesn't know who KT is, it's Kadarius Tony. In case, because I know he's new to Chiefs Kingdom. So, but he every single time a player got tackled, whether it was on the sideline, whether it was in the middle of the field, he sprinted over there and he helped pick that player back up. Yes. And I know that some people yes. had some character concerns or whatnot, and maybe some attitude yes. concerns. To me, when I watched him on that field, when he's been a part of our team for one week. And I see him mm -hmm. running over to pick people up, being the first one there to help pick Mahomes up when he gets hit or Juju yeah. or whoever it was. Um, and when I see him on the sideline and when the tackle happened on the sideline, he runs over there and picks the guy up. Like he is excited to be here. He is becoming an ultimate team player. And I have zero concerns about his attitude. Oh, he wants to be well. here and he knows how blessed and how lucky he is to be a part of this Chiefs team. So I mean, he's a shout out to Kadarius. <laughs> yeah, As I love him. He's great. Rotating around right now. He said that Patrick is his favorite person with the biggest grin on his face. So I'm just as excited that he's here. I can't wait for him to prove the world wrong. He definitely has the world against him right now. Mm -hmm. you, can, you, guys, you guys saw that like nasty little route he ran. That yeah. was very, one of those very first downs. I was Woo. like. Okay. Higher emojis all over. God, it was pretty. Right. But yeah. I think it's kind of important we take a moment and talk about our defense who made I mean, we gotta we gotta give Spags his credit. Like yeah. every single week he has went in and made these second half adjustments, whether yeah. good or bad, but every single week the defense has went in. They've made their adjustments. They're working clearly as a team. They are clearly gelling and clicking and on the same cylinders. And, and they bought in. It's so good. I mean, you can literally talk about every single person. Like, for me, I was most, and I think I said it last week, I was most excited to see Trent McDuffie come back. And clearly, welcome back, Trent. Yeah. So glad that McDuffie's back. He was pretty much a shutdown corner. I think that's a, the good segue to our. He absolutely um, was. He didn't allow one reception on himself. No, not yeah, at all. I, I think. 45 so far. Like. I, <laughs> I think it's a good segue to our rookie of the game because I think we all unanimous, unanimously agreed that Trent McDuffie was our rookie of the game. Yeah, um, so and guys, proud. he's he's <laughs> had 45 coverage snaps, 45, and he hasn't allowed a single catch. So Love he's doing so something there. right. Sure. I want to say a quick shout out too, just to our rookie corners and our defense in general. I know we allowed a few to their tight ends, but we allowed zero catches. Well, they had five attempts to their wide receivers and we allowed zero catches to their wide yeah. receivers. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very impressed with our, our defense on this yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, everybody was good. CJ, Nick Bolton, <laughs> everybody. Sneed, all of them. Yeah. All of them. All right. So, who was you guys as player of the game? This one was hard because, you know, not hard in a bad way, like hard in a good way because there were so many that I just wanted to give all of my attention to. Um, so, my player of the game, um, I, I kind of was tied between Carlos Dunlap and Nick Bolton. And I also, I know I'm only supposed to have one. I'm sorry, but I also want to throw in, um, <laughs> 
uh, Juan Thornhill. Because all three of them, so Carlos Dunlap getting his sacks and making a lot of pressure in that second half. And then Nick Bolton and Juan Thornhill taking those hard hits and never making a business decision and not shying away from getting hit hard by freight train. They, you know, I... I'm just, I can't imagine going up against someone like Derrick Henry all game long or really more in the first half because we shut him down in the second half. Mini car rips. Yeah, just like, I can't imagine the toll on your body that takes over the course of the game. Yeah. And they came, they came to win and they came to play hard and they not a single time make a business decision. So shout out, shout out to those guys. I mean, I stubbed my toe and I'm like, I know. Lord. If you're sending me home now, just say that. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Seriously, it is it is real pain. Okay, sorry. Push us again, Lexi. <laughs> um. Oh boy. I know we are we are wimps over here. Like, <laughs> if I fall down the stairs, it's it's a train wreck, you know. But. Um, <laughs> These guys take hits on their bodies, and like Travis Kelsey said, it's like taking mini car wrecks to your body, like Jody's. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, my player of the game, who I wanted to give a special shout out to, is Mr. Colin Saunders. He is just fantastic, and I really want to root for him to get more snaps. Actually, yeah, I, he was only in on like 30 40 percent of the snaps, and I want to see him more. He is he's a big guy, but he has sneaky speed. Oh, he's and so yeah. Just to read off, I mean, okay, so he had 30% of the snaps, right? Mm-hmm. So to read off of his um stats for the game, he had three solo tackles, three assists, and one sack. Like that's awesome. And they barely had any offense this game. And he, yeah, and he made he, all those things happen. I think yeah. he led the team in tackles too, right? Pretty sure. Uh, mm, close to it. Logarius Sneed, who I also I kind of wanted to give my second shout out to as well. Right? I, we love Sneed. Um, Sneed also had three individual tackles as well. So Sneed and now. Saunders both had, they were fantastic all game long and they were making game changing plays when it mattered. And Colin Saunders, we didn't see him a ton throughout the game, like I said, but like in overtime where it mattered the most he showed up and he was tackling uh, Derrick Henry for a big loss. He tackled. And then when we really needed it in the final moments, he was the one to get um, to take down Malik Willis. So I'm just really impressed with what they did this week. And uh, I think they deserve big props. And I'm really, I'm just really proud of our defense for like allowing three points in the second half, hardly any yards um zero wide receiver yards in the entire game that's pretty crazy like that's awesome so I'm I'm really proud of our defense this game I know they they had adjustments to make after the half and they did exactly that and I you gotta credit Spags and um yeah but Colin Saunders is definitely my player of the game and I'm just I just I want to see him get more snaps because I feel like he's earned that and he's deserved it he's had a great season he really has all right, I'm going to go quick. My players of the game, I have two, sorry. Um, Juju, most targets, he has 17 targets this week, which is the most out of every single wide receiver we have. Um, 10 wrecks for 88 yards, um, and he was averaging eight yards a carry. Don't know if y'all see that. He didn't have any touchdowns this game, but he definitely was very impactful for moving the chains, which love that so much for us. 
he's truly showing that he can be that number one receiver. Yeah. Um, and it, it he's built like a tight end. So it's he's like playing he's like Kelsey. He's playing identical to Kelsey. Like yeah. I love that so much. Um, I think it's important that we sign him. I feel like there was a lot of talk this week on social media about we need to get Juju running Juju. Extend um, him now. Agree. Like it's time to get the pen to the paper for that guy. Um, and then Noah Gray, he made a he probably made the best catch of his career in overtime. Like huge catch. That, that's gonna stick with him forever. And it was very, it was game changing. You saw his excitement. Travis was on the sideline, just as hype as him. Um, so yeah, I think it's really important to make sure that Noah Gray is getting some love as well. Yeah. Um, next, I know we're getting into our um MVPs of the game where um, I know we said Patrick Mahomes, of course, because we had a 15-yard third down and he went for 17-yard third down and he went for 20. Um, Patrick over my dead body, Mahomes. I just want everybody to also know, I think on the podcast last week, I said he was going to grow for 400 plus yards. 446, why everybody thought I was crazy. But right now, <laughs> he's breaking records. He's number one right now in passing yards and he's number one right now in touchdowns. Total touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, both categories. 20. Yep. So um, that's my quarterback. I don't care what you say. He's number one. It's our um, quarterback. I added in a Thank you, Howard. I actually added in a second um, MVP because I think it's also important to talk about this. We talked about Travis for a little bit today, but he is now tied with Rob Gronkowski on yes. 100-yard games. Yes. And yes. passing – Tony Gonzalez. So yeah. I think it's important that we continue to talk about how good Travis Kelsey is because he is that guy. So um, as we're hitting the 40-minute mark, let's get into Cheech Jags. Well, wait, <laughs> I just want to say with Travis and the homes, I mean, they just have that special connection, which is like crazy. I mean, it's just like yeah, the announcers were saying, it's like yin and yang. It's just For crazy sure. to watch. Um and really quick, I wanted to touch on our running backs because I know a lot of people have concerns about that. And I just want to say, I don't think this was the game for us to totally. We cannot neglect the run. Can't do it. We got to figure we out. Neglect it, but the Titans. Team, the Titans are that team where you can't run really hard against, and I feel like we got to. We had a few plays where we had momentum. Oh, on we can debate. We can debate. They were called back though. Like every every good momentum run we had was called back due to like some kind of penalty. So you know, I don't know. I'm not losing hope on our running backs right now, but I know it's a lot it's a big concern for a lot of people. Um, but I do want to say Jarek McKinnon, he steps up in those big, those big, big moments. He made a good block for Mahomes on his running touchdown. He's a very smart player, so I really, really like him. I hope. Clyde steps up again, you know, like he was at the beginning of the season. Season, I hope um, Pacheco keeps learning. So I just wanted to make that quick comment on them. But yeah, so, so I'm, tags. <laughs> I'm yeah. really excited to see Andy Reid go against Doug Peterson. Like, Me too. It's a good storyline. I can't wait. Like they're probably not even going to show any players. They're going to just put the two coaches <laughs> on all of the things this week. <laughs> for uh, our game this week. So what are y'all thoughts about going into this Jags game? Well, I didn't chime in on the running part because it's literally one of the first things I wrote down for the Chiefs-Jags game is we have to establish a running game. 
Um, as you guys know, I've pointed out a bunch of times when Pacheco gets so many carries or whatnot, our offense flourishes. Yeah. Um, and so we we just have to figure out a way to get the running game involved. I don't know if it's our running backs, if it's our O line, if it's a mixture of both. Like we've just we got we have to figure it out. We have to because it makes us so much more one dimensional. It puts so much more pressure on Patrick and Juju and Kelsey and MBS and everyone else. I'm Cole Hardman. Um, and I think sometimes maybe, you know, if, if, if we're not running, maybe we should be doing more of those jet sweeps or something to kind of back the O line up a little or the D line up a little bit off of the, I don't know. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing, um, I want to see more consistent play from Wiley and Orlando Brown Jr. Um, just, I know they've got a tough, a tough job, but sorry, that's your job. Get it figured out, please. (laughs) what I've kind of noticed throughout the NFL this year is like running games are hit or miss for almost every team. It's Al- true. Almost I just every feel like team. it's more miss for us than it is. It is, it is. But like what's, what team has been overly consistent in running? Can you tell me one, maybe the Browns? Like I would say probably the Titans have probably, I mean, but they have Titans, Eric Henry. Titans, Titans, Browns. Um, I'd say probably J- Jacobs from the Raiders runs pretty well. Most of his games. 49ers. Um, Jacksonville. I think they probably have been running pretty well. We're naming some good ones off. Look at us. <laughs> I mean, there's not a ton of consistent running backs in this but league we have right to be now. Better. It's not an excuse. I mean, we've got three guys. That way, we, we have to be better when it comes to the running game. Right? All I'm saying is the NFL, the NFL this season is a parody in itself. Um, it's it's in one week, it's a running game that excels. In another week, it's a passing game that excels. And it's kind of like we have to adjust with the game plans per game. And I don't, I can't say that for every single team, but for us, it's like it's not exceed, it's not excelling for us every single week. But then there are weeks that it does really well for us. So I'm right. not sure how to get the consistency in that. That's what I wish I knew but, more about, like why it's not as consistent, but I feel like if our yeah. running game isn't going to be as consistent, I want to see more screenplays or I want to see more yeah. jet sweeps, like get McColl the ball. He's running. He's, yeah, we didn't he's see, running hard. I think we saw like one jet sweep, like if even yeah. that this week. So I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just want to see more of that. And I think Tony will get um, some more looks this week too. I'm really excited to see that. Um, and just one thing that I find weird about the Jags, like they kind of remind me of the Jets in a way, like, or at least they used to. They just have some weird – like, they've beaten the Colts. They've beaten the Chargers. And granted, it was the game right after Herbert's injury. So um, – and they've beaten the Raiders, but they've lost to the Commanders, the Eagles, the Texans, the Colts, the Giants, the Broncos. Like, But every, game, every yeah. game they've lost, though, has been within one score. Yeah, they're all over the – even the games that they've won normally, except for that Chargers – like, I think that Chargers game was just a – I don't, I don't think Herbert was anything at that point. So I can't really count that one, but, um, I just, you know, I, I don't know how, what Jags team we are going to get. I don't think that they are a good team, but I think that sometimes they can play up to their competition or that their competition maybe plays down to them. Well, it's going to be 38 degrees at Arrowhead. Yeah. 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 There was a weird record from earlier, and let me – I took a screenshot of it. It's like the last – 
we beat them the last five meetings. I think it was six, wasn't it? Something like that. Well, it's going to be cold. Like, I don't even know what I'm packing. The, Jag the Jaguars currently are 0-20 in their last 20 games where the temperature is 55 degrees or less. less. Oh, wow. Shout out to Lance the Spoken for that stat. But, yeah. 0-20 in their last 20 games that are <laughs> 55 degrees or less. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like that has a little bit to do with, you know, being in Florida, of course. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just hoping that the defense picks up where they left off. We can't start slow. Yeah. No. Etienne will run slow. all over us if we let him. So. We started way too slow coming off of the bye week. I don't know if it was the lack of practices or what it was, but we were not good. We're normally a lot more dominant being rested if we were not. So, but they, again, they made that adjustment and they kicked it in the high gear. So I'm just hoping that that momentum keeps going. Yeah. Um, we just keep building confidence going into this game. But I mean, you said it earlier. I think ETN is someone we really need to make sure we pay attention to. Um, we can't let him run all over us. And they got some pretty good receivers in Marvin Jones and Zay, Zay Jones. Are they? Do they both have the name? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I? Yeah. Marvin, jo Marvin Jones Jr. and then Zay Jones. And then. Um, I'm like, am I saying that? But they're good. You know what I mean? Marvin Jones had three 100-yard games already. So I, I think like, it's important. I'm not overly familiar with the tight ends there. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, I don't think they really utilize them as much. Mm -mm. Unfortunately, I can't speak to that. We'll but, see with Trevor know. Lawrence we get too. You know, we don't know if we're going to get the Trevor Lawrence who throws a million interceptions and just can't do anything or if we're going to get the Lawrence that started the year where he was playing really well yeah. and then yeah. I picked him up in fantasy and then he sucked. So, you know, yeah. it's just <laughs> we don't know what Trevor Lawrence we're going to get. I think he's been nothing to write home about, you know, the last few weeks. But I mean, there. at the same time, though, I think. They're so so right now they're sitting at third in their division. They're literally only a game back from the Colts, and the Colts got out their own drama going on this week. Woo! They're gonna lose. So wow. if the Jags <laughs> win this week, then I mean that puts them right in second place. So I mean yes, they've got not, stuff to play for. Yeah, yeah, we're halfway through the season, but there's a lot of games left that can still make a difference, especially in that division, because Jesus yeah. Christ. So <laughs> I just don't want this to be a game where the better team doesn't look like the dominant better team they should be. We are the better team. And I think I said it like week one or week two. I think it was against Indianapolis. God. But it was like, if you're the better team, be the better team. I want us to go out there and dominate, gosh darn it. Because we should. We should go out and we should dominate. And I want to see that Chiefs team. Because my heart cannot take another game like the Tennessee Titans, okay? Well, Thank if you, you think about what it was like after the Colts game and what that looked like going into Tampa Bay. I mean, I feel really good about this game, especially yeah. because it is a home game. But I, I just feel like every week is we're so roller coaster, and yeah. I'm like, we're either really great or it's like, why? Yeah, and we're you're right though. I feel like those games where we're not super sharp, we go and have a great week of practice, and then we come out and we're awesome again. So it's like. I, I'd like to see a lot of adjustments made over the course of the week, and I want to see us come out and just dominate. And I know we're not talking about this week, but talking about this, what I'm about to say this week, but, man, I I don't feel bad about having the number two seed. Like, I don't think I want the bye week. I want us to keep playing. Y'all are ball. crazy. I want the bye week. Thank you very I much. I know. I mean, I mean, I know that we're, we're going to practice probably every day out of the bye week. 
My my heart rate wants the bye week, but, <laughs> but I'm just like I don't I don't we know. Rub schedule. So yeah. We'll talk about that schedule to it, but I have definitely been going back and forth between you know what that what that I think what's, what what's one interesting is, is like this is our quote unquote easiest game we've had this season would be against the Jaguars, right? I say that very leniently, right. but they're not the Jaguars that we thought they were no, when we saw not the at all. half of our schedule. Yeah, for not sure. at all. But so far, we haven't really played an easy team, like at all. No. Yeah, I felt like the Colts played way like, above who they should have been. It was their home opener. They were desperate. They were 0 and what the weird time. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think they played Colts football. I think they were like, no. hey, we got, we're desperate. It's our home opener, and we suck. We got to be good. So, and, yeah. you know, the, Ra- the Raiders, although we dominated them last season, they've had our number from time to time. So, like, of course, that was kind of a close game. Yeah, it's a division game, and imagine being blown out twice last year. Yeah. And you're like, we got to come out and just. Especially with Devontae Adams now. So, I'm not, like, su- super surprised with how that went. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Crazy. All right, yeah. well, are y'all ready to get into the top? We're going to just do four games this week. Yeah. Five. Um, all right, first game, Browns at Dolphins, noon, which will be really interesting. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm still giving the, the edge to the Dolphins. Um, Tyreek, like we mentioned earlier, he's having a crazy season. Like, good for him. Um, yeah. So, And I think Tua's, Tua's got good chemistry with him, which is great. So I'm, I'm giving the edge to the Dolphins. I agree. Tua's been actually really good this year. Well... <clears throat> Tua has been good this season. <laughs> He's been better than we thought he would be. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll take the really out of that. But I'm going Dolphins as well. Yeah, I kind of think they'll win as well. Um, I think they're kind of on a hot streak, so it would not surprise me at all if they win. I mean, they're trying to make their way up the ranks to figure out where they're going to sit in this playoff. And they're clearly going to the playoffs, so they're trying to figure out their rankings there. So hmm, we'll see. Yeah. Next game, another good one, really good one. Um, Vikings Bills at noon. Don't know if there's going to be a Josh Allen Vikings sitting at seven and one, ranked higher than the Chiefs going into this week. Chiefs at number three, crazy, right? I'm, I'm picking the Vikings. <laughs> to me, it doesn't matter if Josh Allen plays or not. Um, Bills have not looked great the last two weeks, guys. No, they haven't. Um, Josh Allen has had four interceptions. Um, and the Vikings, like you said, they're seven and one. And I don't know if y'all saw Kirk Cousins on the plane ride having the best time of his life. Like, obviously, they're feeling themselves up in Minnesota. Oh, so. He gets a chain every time they win. I know. Oh my god, he like, got his glasses on, his chains, like, and he's just you know dancing like I would in ways uh, I'm not supposed to. So, like, I'm. You know, I just, I think my my fear, I, I kind of look at Josh Allen and I, I look at how we handled Mahomes, well, not we personally, the three of us, but you know how, how our training staff handled Patrick when he hurt him, when he hurt his knee. And he was like, look, I'm ready to go back out. I'm good. And they're like, no, we're going to sit you. Like your long-term health is better yeah. than, or is more important than this one game. My, my fear is that Josh Allen's going to say, I want to play, I want to play, and they're going to let him play, and it's going to hurt him in the long run. 
I, I hope that the Bills training staff makes a smart decision and they move their ego out of the way when they're making that decision. Well, they're going to tomorrow, so that'll be interesting to hear. Yeah. The I'm still going Viking, no like matter what. A second opinion today. Yeah. So, um, man, I, I hope he's healthy. I want to play a healthy Josh Allen. Same. If you want to be the best. Excuses. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want any asterisks next year when if you want to be the best, you want to beat the best. And yeah. and that's the that's build with insane. Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, Allen. obviously, like, I think the Bills would say the same thing. They want Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes. They don't want Chad Henney. I'm sorry, it's Chad right. Henney. But Henny, who's their backup? Case Keenum. Uh, Case Keenum, yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, good old Case Keenum. The funniest thing about that to me is that Case Keenum was the one with um, Stefan Diggs for the miracle, the Minneapolis Miracle, right? With the Vikings. We got a connection, for sure. Mm -hmm. yep. So it is kind of interesting. Um, obviously, I hope Josh Allen, Allen is well. I was hoping we would know by the time we recorded this tonight. I know, same. The, the update on that, but of course they're kind of prolonging it. Anything till like Thursday or Friday. Like that's four. what makes me think it's worse than they're yeah. wanting to let on. Like yeah. why are they, they're being today, so like, tight lipped about it? Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure what to make of that yet. Um, I hope Josh Allen is okay. I want a healthy Josh Allen. It's good for the league. It's good for the it, sport. It is. Um, so and he seems like a really classy guy. You know, he seems like a nice guy. Well, Just him and Mahomes are friends, you know, yeah. like they're they're good dudes. Like, he needs his golf day. partner, okay? Like he yeah. needs his golf partner. So who do you yeah. have winning? So with Josh Allen, I think they'll win. Without Josh Allen, I don't think they'll win. You so think like even with a bum win. arm, if he plays, that they're still gonna win? Yeah, I think he'll figure it out with his legs. Yeah, I think he'll figure mm -hmm. it out. I'm going Vikings. Um, I think Vikings win it. Yeah. I think it's gonna be good. I think they're gonna go to Buffalo. I think they're gonna ball out. I'm excited to see Kirk Cousins. And I, I hope you guys are right. I hope, I hope the Vikings win. Get out of here. Go in there, Vikings, and win. Um, next game: Chargers, Niners, Sunday Night Football. 49ers. I'm going 49ers. Their defense is tough, and Chargers are so decimated by injury. I don't think they can overcome it with a really tough defense. So, 49ers. Chargers have. 50% of their team healthy. It's crazy. 50%. That's literally the total. Oh, they'll be healthy by playoffs, though. They'll be healthy by the Chiefs game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Only, only got um, one Sunday night football. They'll be healthy. The Niners get back Elijah Mitchell this week, I think, and then as well as Debo Samuel, and then a few other defenders as well. So I think definitely Niners. I'm going Niners. Yeah, I'm going Niners as well, just because I feel like they're going to prove it. So I'm going Niners. Plus, I think CMC is going to go crazy. Yeah. I, I hope he yeah. does for my I fantasy sake. CMC plus Debo plus Elijah Mitchell. Like, that's unfair. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. wild. <laughs> um, and then the last game, Commanders at Eagles Monday Night Football. So I am going Eagles, but I think this is going to be a close game. Um Eagles aren't really blowing out a bunch of people. And, you know, they looked really beatable against the Texans for a little while. Like, yeah. I was watching that game, and I was like, uh, Eagles, what you doing? Forever. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> um, you know, I just feel like the commanders do have talent, and they have a really good defense. Um, but, you know, I just – I feel like 
with their defensive line and the fact that the Eagles are such a running team, like that could, that could pose some difficulties for the Eagles. Um, so I, I give it to the Eagles, but I think it's going to be closer than Eagles fans really want it to be. It's a division yeah. game. It is. And those games are always crazy. We, we know as well as anyone that division games, you can never. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe I'll predict the upset and say, Ooh, do it. Do it. I mean, Commanders almost had the Vikings numbers last week. Yeah. Yeah. Who's to say they're not going to have the uh, division rivals number. So mm -hmm. why not? Taylor Heineke, let's go. Let's do it, Taylor. <laughs> I'm going Eagles. I'm sick of the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, I love Jason Kelsey, but. I do too. He retweeted me today. Yes. I know. That was so cool. But no, I'm going, I'm going Eagles. Their schedule's so darn easy. It. You know, irritates my that soul. is only going to hurt them, though, in the long Absolutely. run. You look at those teams that start off hot like that, and it's like, oh, my gosh, they're 8-0 or whatever. And it's like, look at their schedule. And then when they finally play a good team, they're just like, oh, crap. Like, Yeah. So I, I honestly, I don't think that this, this schedule is going to benefit them in the long run at all. No. I agree. Yeah. yeah so. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, guys, we haven't mentioned it. I don't know. I don't at least I don't we got we to predict the Chiefs. Uh, oh, yeah. I always forget this. Cody forgot to. Oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> That's my fault. I'll take that one. Okay. So this week we have Chiefs and Arrowhead. Noon. Thank God for the noon game. Thank God. <laughs> we deserve our sanity. Um, what's your score prediction and who do you think wins? Man, my score predictions have been off. <laughs> Like yeah. way no off lately. Off. <laughs> so I'm like nervous, but you know what? I'm gonna go with my gut. And <laughs> I feel like after the performance of last week, well, a couple of days ago, Sunday wasn't that long ago. Um, I think we're gonna come out hot, and I think the Jags are gonna be sad in the cold. So I'm gonna go with 3514. And gosh oh. darn it, that is the game I want to see. So please make it happen. Come with me. I know. I, I want to go to the game so badly. So if anyone wants to give me a free ticket, hey, I'm poor. Please, please give me one. <laughs> It'll be cold. People will be. Good. I'll mention you on the podcast. We're so popular. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I I want to predict a blowout, but every time I do that, it backfires on me. So I'm just gonna go something really close here. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say 30 to 24 Chiefs. All right. Um, I'm going Chiefs as well. I'm going closer than that. I'm going 28-21. I think we just went by a touchdown or a field goal. Yeah. And it's because I don't know who our team is going to be this week. <laughs> so every week we decide to be someone different. Um, but I'd be in a bell with any team. I feel like that happens. Like this, It's weird. Like if you look at it. If you've looked at the NFL and like when, when we're talking about the predictions that we do every week on this show, it is insane to predict this, this year. Like, yeah, it's just like what is happening? The NFL is crazy. It's crazy. At this point, I'm just like, when, when by one. Yeah. When by one. <laughs> <Just> I <don't laughs> win. <laughs> I, we better win by more than one. My heart cannot take it. Don't you guys, I was sitting on the couch and my heart rate was at 125 beats yeah. per minute. And I'm just like, um, I'm sitting on a couch right now. I 100% was like, I'm nauseous. I'm yeah. <laughs> I can't take that two weeks in a row. No. I can't. I can't. So, 
guys, today is our 10th episode, which is just so cool. It, you know, we are so happy that you guys are along for the ride with us. Um, I know we all love doing this thing together and we love the people we've met along the way. So we appreciate you guys joining us every week um, and all the support you've shown our show. Um, for those that are new to us, first of all, tell everybody about how awesome we are, but uh, make sure that you follow at Kingdoms Queens on Twitter to find out all the places you can watch our show and make sure you subscribe to our show on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube so you don't miss a second of the action. Um, also, because it's our 10th episode, we wanted to announce that we want you guys to stay tuned to our Twitter page because we'll be announcing a giveaway um, just in time for the holiday season. And if you've paid attention, these queens love <laughs> the holidays. <laughs> so just make sure you pay attention to that. All right. Um, now, Chiefs Jags. The Jags have done us a favor this season, and they've beaten the Raiders, and they've beaten the Chargers. But you know what? This season, Trevor Lawrence did me dirty in fantasy. So you know what? It is on this weekend. So bring the noise, Chiefs Kingdom. Hopefully, I'll be joining you there. I know Jody is going to be there. Um, show the Jags who runs the AFC and send them back to the jungle. And you know what? Oh, snap. <laughs> but until next time, the queens have spoken.